0: Welcome to Blind Spots, a podcast where we're helping you fill the gap between what you want to do with your money and what you actually do. We are professional investors, writers, and financial planners helping you navigate the complexities of finance to optimize what you can control and cut out the rest. Join your hosts, Nick Shermans and Erin Varghese, as we discuss the questions and nuances surrounding everyday money management. Investment Advisory Services offered through Pure Portfolios a Registered Investment Advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Nick Shermans and Aaron Varghese work for Pure Portfolios. Any opinions expressed by Nick and Aaron or any podcast guest are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pure Portfolios. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax professional. Clients of peer portfolios may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. This information is not an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Blind Spots. Today, we are talking about why 2022 sucks so much. It's no secret that this has been a difficult year. We are hearing from clients and prospective clients alike that this year feels bad. No one feels good. So, we are going to be breaking down why it feels the way it does.
1: And look, it's not just our little circle that we speak with. This is backed up by Sentiment numbers, investor sentiment, consumer sentiment, people feel worse now than at any point in the last like 25 years. So that includes the financial crisis, that includes the COVID sell-off. And I started to think to myself, why does this year suck so badly? Why are people feeling worse now than some of these other larger market events? So what we've done is we've read between the lines a little bit, outlined some not so obvious things that potentially... Taken together could be a reason why people feel so bad in 2022. So first for some context, 2008 peaked the trough. So the market's high watermark to its bottom was down 50%. People feel worse in 2022. Okay, COVID, spring of 2020, the market was down 35% in 30 days, give or take. We were all locked inside watching the news, watching our net worth go down. People feel worse now than they did back then. So I'm gonna try to connect the dots. This is just my opinion. This is an investment-heavy blog. So Aaron's gonna try to guide the ship so I don't go off the rails. But we have four points that I'd like to highlight.
0: We're gonna bust through this, make it easy to understand, digestible, so on your drive to work, you can just-
1: Feel worse about yourself. (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. So number one, why people feel so badly in 2022. Our baseline is distorted. What do I mean by baseline? Well, the last 10 years, it's been very easy to be an investor. It's been very easy to make money. It's been very hard to miss. It took talent to lose money the last 10 years. And when you stack up risk and performance over the last decade versus other decades, the last 10 years were extremely docile and serene. So not a lot of downside movement. I mean, there there has been exceptions. But the market basically melted up. And there was a lot of false... False geniuses, as I like to call them. So there's an old saying, don't mistake genius for a bull market. And that's really what happened. A lot of people were emboldened. They were overconfident because the last 10 years have been so easy. So long story short, our baseline was distorted. We're, we're used to making money with minimal effort. That hasn't happened in 2022. Okay, so that's one.
0: Give me number two. What is so different this year that has people freaked out?
1: Number two And you could take this many different ways, but the, the takeaway is diversification has broken down, which is more of an exception if you look at history and not the rule, but it doesn't feel very good to own seven or eight different asset classes to do the right thing, to be a diversified investor, only to have many, if not all of those assets going down in some capacity. And many retirees rely on bonds for not only income, but to act differently when equities go down. That has not happened this year. It's been uncomfortable. There's been almost no place to hide. So when everything breaks down and there's no place to hide, it can it can create a level of frustration. And I feel that as a professional investor, because at Pure Portfolios, we've been underweight equities, right? So let's just look at a target allocation of 50% equities. We've owned roughly 30% equities in a portfolio like that. But, but you have to put the money somewhere. We've put it in bonds. We've overweighted shorter maturity bonds. But still, any flavor of bond is down. It's just a matter of how much. So we've been right to pump the brakes. We've been right to pull back on the equity risk or the equity exposure. But it doesn't feel good because the bond market is also in shambles. And it turns out that high inflation, unexpected inflation, and a Fed that has gotten both sides of the coin – late on inflation, now they might be acting a little too aggressively. That doesn't feel very good. So number two is diversification breaking down.
0: Give me number three.
1: Three is when when we look at prospective clients that come to us, clients that wanna either fire their advisor and hire peer or or do-it-yourself investors that need some help, there's an overarching theme. And as of this recording, I think the S&P is down a shade under 20%, okay? Most retail investor performance is way worse than the S&P 500. And the reason is people FOMO'd, fear of missing out, performance chasing, whatever you want to call it, into cryptocurrency, into Fang stocks, so the big tech companies. They, They chased what worked yesterday, which is, I mean, you can set your watch to it. Every single cycle, people think what's happened yesterday is going to happen tomorrow. That couldn't be further from the truth. Markets do work in cycles, what works yesterday doesn't work tomorrow. An extreme example is what I just mentioned in tech working the last 10 years and not working today. It's, you know, a lot of these COVID themed stocks, stay at home stocks, big tech have been absolutely crushed. On the flip side of that, the energy sector, which was the biggest S&P sector back in 2005, is now the smallest over the last 17 years or 16 years. No one wanted to own oil stocks or energy stocks. Now that's like the only thing or one of the few things that has worked in 2022. So number three is performance chasing. Number four is kind of a hodgepodge of things. It's It should be titled, humans need a dose of humility. If you think about the last two years, and I'm including the COVID sell-off in this, virtually no one has been right. Humans wanna connect the dots and do cause and effect, and this happened, therefore markets are gonna do this. Professional investors, amateur investors, Professional money managers, analysts, they've all been wrong. Everybody has been wrong. But people still anchor and are passionate about these narratives. They're they're overconfident about what happens next. They they have a fixed mindset. So investing is hard. This this period is more normal than the last 10 years. But again, our baseline is distorted. So volatility, losses, markets acting squarely, this is more normal than the last 10 years. And people wanna ask me about what happens next or what does my crystal ball say? Like that's that's the wrong mindset. I think you should have an open mind. You should change your mind when the facts change. It's okay to say, I don't know. Build a portfolio that reflects the way that you feel about risk. Have a framework for managing risk because investing is emotional. You don't wanna find out what type of investor you are when the stuff hits the fan, right? You wanna be candid and open and honest about your capacity to take on risk. And a lot of that starts with being humble. Have a humble mindset. It's okay not to know what happens next. It's okay not to have answers. This has been the most confounding and difficult two years of my career. I've been doing this for almost 20 years, but yet people talk and act the same. So let's just take a step back. Just to recap, our baseline is distorted. The last 10 years have been very easy. This has been the year of the 180. Everything that we've known is no longer true today. Number two, Diversification has broke down. It's more the exception rather than the rule. It doesn't feel very good to own eight different asset classes when they're all down together. The third, due to performance chasing, chasing crypto, chasing Bitcoin, chasing big tech, chasing COVID themes, most retail investors' performance or advisor-managed performance portfolios are down much, much more than the broader indexes. And the last part, investing is hard. This is more normal than the last 10 years. Have an open mind. Be flexible. Change your mind. Don't anchor to narratives or don't be overconfident in what happens next.
0: That was a great wrap-up. So this was a much shorter podcast than we typically do, but let us know your thoughts at insight at pureportfolios.com, and we will see you in the next one.